Hi friends, welcome back to the My Brave Brain podcast. I'm your host, Cami Lutz, and thank you for joining me on this journey towards creating an awareness and acceptance of mental health and wellness. I am pre-recording this episode right now so that it will go up next Thursday, I believe, March. Let me open up my calendar. Let's see. It should be going up on the 12th. I'm going to have it published or like have a scheduled published um, date for that. I don't know why that took me so long to figure out how to say that, but I just wanted to let you all know because I will be out of the country and I am just doing a little episode right now so that I have something that goes up. And yeah, so welcome to episode 11. It is explicit, and so if you do not like explicit language, go ahead and watch, or watch, um, no, you can listen to another episode, um, and so it is titled, What to Do When Shit Hits the Fan, and this was something that one of my friends actually reached out and asked me to talk about, because I think that it's something that I kind of have been dealing with recently, in terms of just, like, where do I go from here, like, what is the best way to approach this, and how do I heal, in the best way possible that's going to be sustainable. And I think for me, it was really understanding that all the times where I told myself that I was focusing on myself, I truly wasn't. And that was a really hard pill to swallow. I think that's the first thing that I have to say about what to do when shit hits the fan. I think that you really have to focus on yourself. I have been in situations where I was in a relationship and I had to be like, hey, right now, this is just, I need to focus on myself because if I'm not doing good, then this is not going to do good or well. Sorry, I know grammar, it bugs me too. If this isn't, if I'm not doing well, then this relationship is not going to do well. And I think that truly taking a step back and analyzing, okay, what is going on here? What, what do I want to change? How do I change it? And part of this for me was definitely getting back into therapy. I have been in therapy for four years. However, it's been very like all over the place just because of my schedule with being at college. And so for me, I, for the past two months, I have been going weekly. I've been making the trip home to go weekly just because it was something that very much so needed to happen. And I didn't have that happening earlier. It was like once a month, if that. However, I knew that it was time that I needed to really do some changes and make some changes and work on myself and learned really not from, I mean, maybe from my therapy sessions, but for the most part, just making the realization that I was not truly taking time for myself because when you find yourself in a position where you are going out of your way to do something for someone else or interact with someone, I think that you are touching into the law of attraction real quick. I mean, we're all on our own journey and we're attracting different things into our lives. And so if you're working on attracting certain things into your life and just in general, if you are on like, I want this or I want that, like I want to have this kind of life right now. Like I want to be happy. I want to have, um, someone in my life, someone special in my life. I think that by you purposely going out of your way to go do something or to go see someone, um, I think that it truly takes you away from the path that you're supposed to be on. You kind of like bear off the path for a second. 
And that's what I really had realized. Like, oh my God, like I'm going out of my way for people. And not just in that, I think with friendships mainly. And again, it goes back to my, I think it was my second episode, just talking about choosing people who choose you and understanding, you know, who you should or shouldn't have in your life. And I always have to ask myself, you know, is what I'm questioning doing, is that something that they would do for me? Like today, I, for example, have a friend that lives across the street and I was like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be able to, I, this was just what's going on in my head. Um, but I, this was what my mind was saying. I was like, oh, I don't have my car because my brother drove the car home for spring break. And so, you know, I don't want my friend to feel like she has to walk all the way across the street. Like we can just have it at her house. So I'll walk there. And I was like, why did I, why was I, why was that my thought process? Why am I always putting myself in these situations where I have to suffer um, so that other people don't? And that was a really hard thing for me to realize today. And it was something that I definitely do often. I, and I know people who do that too. And not very many people, but I do know a few. One of my really good friends always does that. Bless their heart. Um, but I think that's the first thing is that truly putting yourself first and assessing your situation and what you want to improve and taking time and how, like, just really dealing with self improvement. What do you want to get better at? And it's hard because um, you should look at things that you're already good at too. I think that a lot of the times, and we do this like as a group exercise instructor, one thing that we always do is, okay, what are we doing well and what are there things that we need to work on? Because you have to, like self-improvement is not just about working on changing things and improving things. It's also appreciating and continuing what you're already doing that is serving you well. And that's something that I have definitely failed to acknowledge, and I think that a lot of people, if not most, definitely deal with a lot of negative self-talk, and it really does, like we talked about positive psychology in my class the other day, and it truly does affect you, especially with social media, and I mean, how many times do you say during a day because you think it's funny, like, oh, sorry, I'm stupid, or oh, sorry, I'm dumb? I say that all the time, and I realize that I tr I started to believe that, and that's not true. I'm a smart person, and that's not fair for me to say that, because if you start saying that, then other people are going to believe that too, and it's just not a healthy cycle to get yourself into. And so just really centering yourself, finding your balance, and for me, it was definitely, I mean, I just love working out. <laughs> and so it's, you know, signing up for classes and it's doing what will truly make me happy. And it will, I know that it will attract the people who are meant to be in my life into my life. And that's just how the universe works. And I just have to trust that. And you're going to have to trust it too, because we're all again on this journey together and you're not brought here to fail. You are here for a reason and things are meant for you. There are people who are supposed to be in your life. There are things that are supposed to be in your life and you have to truly wholeheartedly believe that because, I mean, 
what else would we be here for? So that's my first little spiel for when shit hits the fan. I think the next thing is just assessing like the severity of the situation. You know, is this a situation where you truly need extra help or is this finding... Because I, I think either way, um, depending on the severity, I think that you can always either way work on yourself and do things yourself. Because I think that's the hard part about therapy too, is that when you're doing therapy and you're doing it right, you're doing it not only in the session that you're going to. And it's taking that into your everyday lives because, I mean, there are tons of different types of therapies and I think that a lot of people don't understand that you think that you just sit in a room on a couch and you just talk about your feelings and that's not true it is similar to some cases maybe in like the psychoanalytic fields where they talk about like free association and dream analysis and all that however a lot of people disregard the different types of therapies and understanding it's a much deeper process and so I think it's always assessing, like, okay, do I, I... First, again, I would like to say I think that everyone should go to therapy. I have said that before. It does not matter if you are struggling with a mental illness or with a lot of mental health. I think that everyone could always have a little extra insight on themselves by going to therapy, and I will always say that. Um, but I think that if you are truly having a really hard time, it's like, how soon should you go to therapy? And you know, do you, should you assess the medicine as an option? It's all that. And so I think that's kind of the next step is really assessing the severity and knowing that you're going to have to work on yourself all the time. I mean, it's a day by day process. And that's the next little bit too is, you know, I mean, when I'm having a really hard time, that's what my mom always tells me. She's like, all right, well, let's not focus on the future because again, as I've mentioned before previously, that the future never truly arrives. And so what was I going to say? Oh yes. Um, taking each day by day, hour by hour. Okay. What do I get by? What do I have to do next during my day? How can I make that part better. You know, when I have like a break between my first classes and then my next three classes, I might go get a chai tea latte because coffee does not serve me very, very well. Because uh, <laughs> chai tea lattes are all that I drink. It's so bad, but I need to start making my own again. We literally, I, sorry, I'm all over the place. Um, but I mean, you know, that's, that's how, that's how we're being authentic, people. I The Starbucks on my campus at my university, um, I have like a reusable cup, and I'm so glad I didn't bring it whatever day that I saw this. I think it was yesterday. Oh, my goodness. I had to pause this for a second, Tian. I said that in my earlier episode, how I like will pause. I don't like do a lot of editing, but I will always pause this because I will get distracted, and I will like need to take a sip of water or yawn or something. Um, but I'm also just really tired right now. Um, but what was I talking about? Oh yes. The Starbucks cups. I, <laughs> this is totally off topic. Um, but like they're not using the reusable ones on my campus right now because they are worried about like contamination of the coronavirus, and it's just all over the place. Um, I don't know what that had to do with this conversation. I think it's also, I'm really surprised like my trip 
of going out of the country has not gotten canceled. Knock on wood. I hope that I get to stay there the whole time. Um, but anyways, I'm talking again about what to do when shit hits the fan. And I think it's just like finding little things throughout your day to make you happy. And by that, I mean, you know, I know for me when I'm having a hard time, I've mentioned this before, I like to listen to podcasts instead of music. And sometimes even if you just please try taking a break from your phone. I know everyone's like, oh yeah, I'm taking a social media cleanse, like this or that. Do it more for more than a few hours and more than a day, at least two days. Like try to just put your freaking phone away. I promise you, your streaks don't matter. I said it. They don't. They really don't. One day it will break. And that can't be something that you rely on and it can't be something that holds your friendship for something. I mean, that's ridiculous, honestly. And I, I am saying that in a place where, like, I've been that person that's like, oh, I have a higher streak than you, or oh, this or that. I get it. I've had a really high streak before. And you know what? All the ones that were really high broke. And you're just going to have to let it go. You're going to have to let it go. And I'm going to talk about social media in some of my upcoming episodes because it just pisses me off. And I say that, again, as a social media user, um, but it still pisses me off. And I don't know how much longer I'm going to be on social media, for being honest. Um, but anyways, going back to that, taking a break from social media and when you walk to class, maybe try not having your phone out. Try putting your phone away. Notice all the things that are surrounding you as you're walking to class, the buildings that you see. Do you know how much is passing you by every day when you're texting on your way, walking in between classes, all the beautiful buildings that you walk by and you're, you don't see, and then you're going to graduate and think back about your college experience? At least for me, like I just, well, I know that I'm going to remember my days walking to classes and just looking around at the beautiful campus that at the university that I go to and I'm going to have a short memory of walking around because I've really just recently started like having my phone put away and like feeling what it feels like to not always be holding something in your hand. I don't know. It's just bizarre to me. And I, that's why I'm also really excited for this trip that I'm going on. I'm going to Jamaica and I am not going to have, I mean, I'm going to have like some Wi-Fi access, but not a lot. Um, just where we're staying and then the rest of the day, like my phone's going to be put away and I'm so freaking excited for that because it's going to just be so eye opening and so refreshing and cleansing. And yeah, I think that's my next thing is just take a break from social media. I promise you no, like nothing big is going to happen. Like it really does not matter. Choose your life for God's sake, choose your life, be outside, like, like feel things for real and feel be around people and like create memories and just make it like whole, you know, and just, yeah. So that's my next thing. Another thing is to not be afraid to reach out to people for guidance. I oftentimes feel really bad for reaching out to people, but that's what your friends are there for. And you would do the same for your friends too. I know when people are having a hard time, I'm like, please talk to me about it. Like, you're not supposed to go through this by yourself. I mean, what else are your friends for? Like, are you guys just chill? Like, what is what? No. And, you know, we're all here for each other. And I, I promise you, I know like when I'm having a really hard time with my depression, I feel so lonely and my brain will trick me into thinking that no one wants me around. And that's a horrible thing to say. And it's a horrible thing to feel like 
you are surrounded by so many people, but you're so lonely at the same time, I promise you, like, please reach out to someone because someone loves you no matter what. Please reach out to someone for help. And I know for me, like, I just told my friends, like, I just need to be around people right now. I just can't be by myself. And we made it work. And just looking for what is going to make it work for you. And it goes back to the severity of my situation almost two weeks ago when I had to go home. I was in a very bad place and I really didn't want to, but I reached out for help and I'm beyond thankful that I did because again, it's so much better to be safe than sorry when it comes to that. And I think it also really just shows truly who cares in your life um, when you go through really, really hard times. And I, and I, I'm not saying that, like, I know everyone's different, okay? I know that everyone's different, and I know some people um, think that people need to be by themselves when they're going through something or all types of different, you know, situations. But I think it, thinking, thinking of it in a good way, as in you, like, like, being open and vulnerable to people will let them be open and vulnerable back and let them acknowledge you and your friendship and you know whatever relationship you have with that person and so being open to support and being willing to accept help because it's okay to do that and the word the the best like like the best thing is that you could feel so much better after and I'm not saying like to go out and post a bunch of stuff everywhere that like you know, this or that, because again, it's like going off of your phone and just being present. You know, what do I need to get done today? What are different parts of my day? How am I going to, you know, and I get that it's easier said than done. It really is. And I've been there when it's just like, I don't even want to get out of bed today. I don't even want to go to work. I don't want to go to class, but I have no choice. And it's just, knowing that things are going to get better. I always have to remind myself, like, okay, I have to go through sometimes a really low low to get to a really high high. And I think I've said that before. And, you know, it's also, like, what do you... When I say, like, what do you need in that moment? Like, for me, I took a little break from alcohol. Like, for me, I do not drink nearly as much as I did my freshman year of college. Jesus Christ. And don't don't get me wrong, okay? I wasn't... (laughs) I I had a few sips um, earlier, but I definitely did not have as many as I did freshman year, and I don't know how I did that, <laughs> but, you know, it's it's knowing, like, okay, Cameron, like, we're going through a little harder time right now, maybe drinking and caffeine are just not going to be a part of your diet right now, and doing that for my future self, because I'm like, you need to take care of yourself, you need to think of yourself as, like, a soul, and your body is your home, And how are you going to create the best home for yourself right now? How are you going to take care of yourself extra well right now? And, you know, because I literally have like a, I remember I had a lot of drinks and I had a very, very bad day. The next day I had a very bad breakdown because you just, you like hangovers are the absolute worst, especially if you struggle like with anxiety because, oh my God, it's. I can't even describe it. It's like, it drives me nuts because my friend, like, 
<laughs> my friends, I just like random people, not necessarily my friends. They don't really do this, but like, cause they are very understanding of what I go through. Um, but the, like people will just be like, Oh, like just take, just take ibuprofen or just take milk thistle or this or that, which don't get me wrong. Like, I do think that milk thistle helps a little bit. Um, and it works better for some people than it does other. But my main point is that it doesn't take away the anxiety part. Like that takes away that part. But guess what? The next day I'm still like, um, I'll be hungry for, you know, food and nauseous, but also just like sick to myself or sick to myself, sick to my stomach because I, I feel like in my gut when I feel things and it's just a whole physiological experience and it's just absolutely horrible and you can't do anything about it. You just have to sit with it. You have to sit with it. That's it. And I can't sleep. I can't take a nap because then I'll think and then I will wake up in a panic attack and it is horrible. And so when I'm having a harder time, I'm just like, you know what, we're just going to be, well, I'll, I'll DD tonight. You know, it's just, and it's accepting that so that you can heal and that you can do it with your friends later. But you have to listen to yourself. You have to listen to your past self that was struggling. Would like, why would you do that to yourself? You know, like if that was another person, if you could somehow do that to that person, I mean, you wouldn't do it to another person. So why would you do it to yourself? I mean, I, again, like I, when I had that really hard day, I got off track for a second, but I like made, I like recorded a little clip on my phone for like when I'm having a hard time and I'm considering like drinking or something. And it's just literally me like sobbing and I don't mean to be dramatic, but it's true. Like that's, I was sobbing, like I couldn't help it. I could not stop crying because of how horrible I felt and I was just saying to myself, like, please don't do this to yourself. You can't do this to yourself. This is not fair to me right now. And, you know, it's assessing where you are, what you need. Um, and if you don't know what you need, reach out for help. Get further help. Talk to a counselor. Talk to, hopefully, if you're in college, your university has a counseling center or something that you can go to or someone. Reach out to friends. Reach out to someone. Just please, please do not go through these hard times alone. And, you know, it's, for me, it's finding my resources and listening to podcasts and reading books and doing what I can and what I know will help give me knowledge about different things that I can try. And there's always more to learn about when it comes to this kind of stuff. And it comes back again to the main point that whatever you're going through, I like, I have, like, this really helped me when I was having a little anxious moment this morning. It, it didn't last very long. I was very, very proud of myself. Um, but I reminded myself, like, this will pass. What I'm going through right now is not permanent. It is going to pass. I just have to sit with it right now, and then it will go. Um, but yeah, that's kind of really mostly what I have. I know that this episode again was a little shorter. I'm going to try to start making them a little bit longer and talking a little bit more. Um, but that's kind of what I have for what to do when shit hits the fan and kind of figuring that out. I'd love to go more in depth on a few more things. If y'all want to give me some ideas, you are more than welcome to DM me on Instagram or message me or whatever. Um, follow me on there. It is at my brave brain podcast. 
and uh, yeah follow me on spotify follow this podcast give me a five star rating on what is it called apple podcast it's not itunes podcast anymore or itunes it's like all weird now <laughs> um but I, and thank you to everyone who has like my two my two ratings on the apple thing thank you <laughs> i i'm like yeah i got two <laughs> um but i really do appreciate it i appreciate everyone who's been so amazing and thank you for joining me on this journey it has been quite the journey so far and i we're only getting started and with that being said i'm going to say what i always say that you are loved, you are enough, you are worth it, you're exactly where you're supposed to be right now, even if it does or does not feel like it, and I will see you all in ne- in next week's episode.